Gracious God, we bless you for a glorious, sunny day. You are compassionate. You are kind to the ungrateful, merciful, even to the wicked. Pour your love out upon us that with good and generous hearts we may keep from judging others and learn your way of compassion. We make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in union with the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Young David shows his reverence toward God when he chooses not to put an end to King Saul's life because Saul was God's anointed servant. A reading from the first book of Samuel. Saul rose and went down to the wilderness of Ziph with 3,000 chosen men of Israel to seek David in the wilderness of Ziph. David and Abishai went into Saul's army by night, where Saul lay sleeping within the encampment, with his spear stuck in the ground at his head. With Abner and the army lay around him, Abishai said to David, God has forgiven your enemy into your hand today. Now, therefore, let me pin him to the ground with one stroke of the spear. I will not strike him twice. But David said to Abishai, Do not destroy him, for who can raise his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? So David took the spear that was at Saul's head and the water jar, and they went away. No one saw it or knew it, nor did anyone wake, for they were all asleep because a deep sleep from the Lord had fallen upon them. Then David went over to the other side and stood on top of the hill far away with a great distance between them. David called aloud to Saul, Here is the spear, O king. Let one of the young men come over and get it. The Lord rewards everyone for his righteousness and faithfulness. For the Lord gave you into my hand today, but I would not raise my hand against the Lord's anointed. As your life was precious today in my sight, so may my life be precious in the sight of the Lord, and may he rescue me from all tribulation. Then Saul said to David, Blessed be be you, my son David, You will do many things and will succeed in them. So David went his way, and Saul returned to his place. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In his letter to the Christians in Corinth, St. Paul talks about the human nature of the first Adam and the spiritual nature of Christ, the new Adam. To which of the two Adams do you relate more closely? A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, 
The first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. But it is not the spiritual that is first, but the physical, and then the spiritual. The first man was from the earth, made of dust. The second man is from heaven. As was the one of dust, so are those who are of the dust. And as the one of heaven, so are those who are of heaven. Just as we have been born the image of the one of dust, we will also bear the image of the one of heaven. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. Listen to this reading. It comes from the gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, I say to you who listen, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other cheek as well. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you. And if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? Or even sinners do the same. If you lend to those from whom you hope to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love your enemies. Do good and lend, expecting nothing in return. Your reward will be great, and you will be the children of the Most High. For he is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. 
Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive. And you will be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you a good measure. Pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For the measure you give will be the measure you get back. The Gospel of the Lord. The measure you give will be measured back to you. What was the big story in the church this week? This is the audience participation part. What was the big story? Baptism. Huh? I can't hear you, Jeff, through your mask. The we versus I debate, the wrong word, right? There you go, succinctly put. It was the baptism thing. The priest in Arizona, 200 baptisms he has to do over again because the controversy, when he did the baptisms, he used the word we baptize you instead of I baptize you. I got to be careful in, in sharing my opinion about this. You know, I, in the, with the church, a church that has undergone three, four, five, ten, twenty years of scandal about sex abuse, we needed this controversy? The pronoun controversy? What I understand about this priest in Arizona, the priest in Arizona is a really good guy, and he really tries to serve the people in his community. And what he was doing in baptizing and using the word we baptize you instead of I baptize you, he was trying to say that in the community of the baptized, all of us have the responsibility to be the presence of Christ for each other. The presence of Christ for the world. What's wrong with that? We do that here. Don't, don't tell the Pope, but I mean... <laughs> although I, I use the pronoun I, I, I just... We baptize you... We, we gather as a community, and the community has to become important in the life of the baptized. They're a member of the community, and the community welcomes and cares about them. We gather as a community, and we worship God. Being part of the community in worship is important. We take the responsibility for teaching 
for instructing those who are baptized in what it means to live his life. That's important. And we ask people from the community to do that. It seems to me in those rather subtle ways, or not so subtle, we take the responsibility, we take the responsibility for being Christ's presence in the lives, the lives of the baptized. It's not all about being an ordained official in the church. It's about recognizing that Christ lives within us. That poor guy has to do 2,000 baptisms over. I would throw myself in the baptismal font. Like, oh, jeez. You know, the, the, the gospel reading that we just proclaimed, I'll tell you, I've been wrestling with this text all week. It's an amazing text. It speaks to what we have to do as members of Christ, as his presence in the world. You know, we're thinking about how we're going to do the season of Lent, which begins on a Wednesday this year, so you know. Um, It seems to me that that text from Luke's gospel is a wonderful text to enables us, that empowers us, that opens our minds and our hearts to recognize the kind of growth we need, the kind of growth we need to be Christ's presence in the world, which is what Lent is about. It's about growing in the relationship with the Lord that we can be his presence. Okay, now don't tell anybody this. You ready? You know how usually the, the announcer people, they, they tell you to throw away your song sheet? And it, nod if you recognize that. Nod. You can nod. This weekend, take your song sheet home with you. No, don't tell anybody. Because in that song sheet, there is the reference to Luke's gospel. I'm going to suggest for all of us that we take the time, especially after we've received Eucharist, to let Jesus speak to us about loving our enemies, about being generous, about forgiving. We need to sit with that reading and allow Jesus to speak to us, recognizing that the measure of forgiveness and generosity and compassion we measure to others got to be measured to ourselves. So take the song sheet home. Find that gospel text and let Jesus speak to your heart. There's a story about and it's a President's Day story. This is so relevant. I mean, you're getting a President's Day story and, and, and you're getting the baptism stuff. What a, Like you care. Well, anyway. President Lincoln 
had one particularly loud enemy. His name was Edwin Stanton. And he worked for the previous administration before President Lincoln. And he hated Lincoln. Hated him. He would, he would get time on, on Fox News in 1860. He would get time to say really nasty things about President Lincoln. He said he was, he was ridiculous. He challenged, there was a zoologist who was studying primates. And this Edwin Stanton said, why does he bother going to Africa to study primates? All he has to do is go to Springfield, Illinois, and that primate is there. Whew. Well, wouldn't you know that it came time President Lincoln had to appoint a secretary of war. This is during the Civil War. What an important office. And wouldn't you know, President Lincoln appointed his enemy, Edwin Stanton. Lincoln's advisors went berserk. What are you doing? This guy hates you. He's, he's bad-mouthed you. He's... And Lincoln said, I know that. I know the man. But I know that he has the gifts, the abilities that we need in the person of the Secretary of War. Love your enemies. Love your enemies. Be good to those who harm you. It was said on Good Friday, the Good Friday night, when John Wilkes Booth shot President Lincoln. Edwin Stanton was one of the first people to go to Lincoln's deathbed and, and be there and show honor and reverence to him. It was said that Stanton after Lincoln died, said he was the greatest, he was the greatest statesman in the world. Now he belongs to the ages. Love your enemies. Measure you measure with will be measured back to you. We take some time today. We take some time today to sit with the Lord Jesus and ask Jesus about this, this gospel, which is such a challenge and such a positive influence if we let him work that. The measure we measure with will be measured back to us. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.